Well, hello and welcome back to Co-Housing uh, Truth Podcast, whatever this is called. I'm sorry, I don't even really know my name. Um, today I'm here with Alicia from Our Home Cathedral Park. I think that is the name. And just to start off, if you want to tell us a little about yourself, but do you have to be Catholic to join your co-housing group? Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. Um, so we are, uh, I'm Alicia Delashma, is my last name. Uh, we're our home, Cathedral Park. Um, it's named Cathedral Park because that's the neighborhood in North Portland, uh, Oregon, that's located. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and um, so we, we named it after our neighborhood. Um, we are a 31-unit studio to three-bedroom, inclusive and diverse co-housing community. So our state uh, and shared value system is around inclusivity and diversity um, up front and foremost. Wonderful. So so it comes from the place in Portland. I'm sure people could look it up, but at first I was like, oh no, it's a certain religion. But I, I thought I would make that joke for you. <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit, because a lot of co-housing um, you all are developing, and a lot of them in their mission statements say they want diversity. But I like talking to you because you really put your money where your mouth is. So tell us a little bit about why that was one of your main reasons and how you are making that happen. Well, I, um, you know, first I'm a mom of an awesome young woman who's 19 now uh, named Neva. Um, she experiences disability and is going to need to have people around her as she ages, um, as I am as well. Um, I'm also the daughter of an awesome older woman. Do I say that? Mom, sorry. Uh, young woman. <laughs> Moms are always Jane. older than us. I don't think there's any That's mystery right. about that. <laughs> and we, we were doing, um, we were looking at what housing, community, life options were for people that, um, you know, we're going to need some support moving forward in life. And um, what I was seeing was a lot of a lot of communities based on deficits and needs grouped around systems support. So assisted care facilities, group homes, congregate living options, where you didn't have a lot of choice of who your neighbors were, who you ate dinner with, what you did, when you did it. And um, I knew that that wasn't going to work for either one of these amazing women in my life. Um, I also then kind of took a step back and said, you know, who else are we doing this to, you know, basing, basing our, our placement on deficits and people below income uh, assisted, or not assisted, um, um, affordable housing developments. And so you've got everyone struggling or facing the same issue rather than having the diversity of a broader community that you can lean into where everybody brings their gifts and strengths and uniquenesses, and it's more of a reciprocal give and take community, a sharing community. And um, that's why we we kind of based our, our values on this inclusion and diversity on the, those three legs of the stool. And we also, you know, in that, want to include everyone else as well, because, you know, it's not just a community of people that have this particular description. So, you know, our BIPOC community, our LGBTQAI plus community, um, our, you know, different spiritualities, um, different, um, different, different, all yes, you know, 
Yeah. You know, I, I explain it as, you know, that, that carnival claw that you put the quarter in and you reach it out and you drop it down into the pile of toys. That's what we're looking for. If you drop that down into a, a broader community, we want a, a, we want a group of people that don't necessarily all look and act like we do because we see value in intentionally bringing people together. Um, and, and what we do share, what is similar, is the value around that and the value that we're there to care about each other, not care for each other. This isn't a care facility. You know, we're not we're not a system um, um, or a care provider, but we care about each other. And it's sort of a you know old fashioned you know what 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 do I what have I called it um, cutting edge common sense approach to living. <laughs> Right. Yeah, knowing your neighbors. Yes, yes. Well, that's one reason I, I liked co-housing. The idea of uh, as I age and my son, who is on the autism spectrum, that at least his neighbors know his name, know why sometimes he's more a little curt. You know, <laughs> you say hi, he says hi. That's about it. Um, yeah. So now, one thing is the model you're using is a little different than most, and uh, tell us a little bit about how it works with the nonprofit and how not and how there's some funding already attached for that. I think that was, you did a lot of work, I'll say that, to get this all done for sure. Yeah, so we're, we're in a really sweet spot right now where we're gathering our community members together to join in to finish off the development um, so that we can all move in and, and have this community together. But there's been a boatload of work done to shore up the foundation before we even start to do that, before we even you know start in as community members. So. Um, we started a nonprofit several years ago whose uh, mission is to support, promote, and develop inclusive and diverse communities. And their first sort of uh, uh, example project is our home Cathedral Park where we are building this community. So the nonprofit raised through uh, foundations and grants and donations and put into this project somewhere around $300,000 to do uh, due diligence around the land, uh, early design, um, contracting with a a well-seasoned developer that knows co-housing and knows what they're doing. Our architect also knows co-housing and and has created co-housing and how the architectural environment can build community or create, you know, keep people apart and bring it together or keep you apart based on the structure that you're living in. Um, and so the nonprofit and our, our you know, kind of our nonprofit engine did all of this work. We also then purchased the land through um, another partner nonprofit to hold the land while we were doing this, so we had place. And then our community came together just in March and bought the land from that other nonprofit. So we now have the land in house. So it's it's a much further along project and community as we're adding our community members then you'll ever find just naturally with your community members coming together with their money and their risk and their you know blood sweat and tears we did the hard lift first and now we want to do the, the the fun part of building the community together and making it about the people that they then help take this and we all move it together forward as a group wonderful so uh, you said that you're looking for more people, that you're at the point, I guess, where the the units haven't been built yet. You all are at the design point. 
and huh? that you are a co-housing where you're neighbors. It's not a care facility for any sort of age or people. Um, so people just need to find out, or like contact uh, the group and start going to meetings and learning about who you all are and and they get to design yep. it, which is great. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I mean, it's, it's an awesome time when you're wanting to really be a founder of how do you shape the group of people that you're going to be living in and what are the what are the policies what are the procedures what's the um you know we're looking at sociocracy as a governance uh, method um you'll be working with us to set up the committees you know what floats your boat and what you know what are you good at what do you want to come what do you want to contribute and so it's not like you're just going in and buying a condo and saying well i'm going to live with whoever happens to be here I'm going to take my take my chances and hope I like my neighbor. You know, this is this is the opportunity to actually build your community, select your family, um, and be a part of setting up how you live going forward. So it's it's a soup that's it's one of the reasons why we chose to to do the development rather than just buy a condo in another co-housing group. You know, I could have done that for my family, and you know, just here we are, we're part of co-housing. But we really wanted to you know, intentionally be thoughtful about who are our neighbors, how are we living together, and and I don't want to call it a utopia because we're people and we're still going to be we're still going to squabble. There's still going to be conflict. But if you started out with um, with the intention of you know here's how we resolve conflict, here's how we communicate together, here's we're the, the nonprofits working on developing a curriculum of. Um, I'm calling it premarital counsel for premarital counseling for people who want to live in inclusive and diverse communities. <laughs> and it. it's 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 all about you know how do we make sure that we can have the hard conversations instead of avoiding the conflict and just letting it fester and grow. Let's lay it out there and approach things with curiosity and compassion first and foremost, and then you can solve the problems and move on. And I think having this strong foundation um, that comes from the nonprofit and the mission and the intention, it, it not only influences the people that are joining now and are a part of it moving forward, but as we, you know, in 10 years down the road, when somebody sells their unit and a new person moves in, they know what they're getting into. They, they get us. And it's not some sort of like random, you know, who is this community and what's it about and what's important? And, you know, it's, it's much more clear and solid in that way. I think you're, it sounds like you're doing everything right and it's wonderful. And again, uh, because of the funding and the nonprofit and the work you've done, I think you really will be able to uh, have, uh, you know, different uh, uh, economic uh, people of different economic needs and diversity of uh, race and culture and uh, abilities, disabilities, whatever you want to call it. It's uh, people mm -hmm. are not disabled, but you know, that they have mm -hmm. different abilities. Um, and then you did say one thing I like is you've already gotten a few clues that somebody I think already asked you, um, hey, you know, I'm already part of a co-housing and they sometimes make me feel bad if I'm not at common meal. And you said, uh -huh. well, we don't want to be that type of community. So I like it that you're already talking about things that can come up. No one knows what can, but at least to start that, like you said, how do we communicate? How do we respect each other? So what did you say? You said, like, we're not going to shame each other. We're not going to be that type of place. Right. Yeah, this person asked me just surprise. So I think it's shaming a part of your culture. And I'm like, oh, my God, no. You know, let's, let's just first and foremost say, no, we are not shamers. You know, people give what they can when they can. 
And I know that that, you know, evolves at various times during your life. You know, there's times that you're, you know, up to here with a deadline at work and you're not going to be able to cook for the community. You know, or there are times where you've got a little bit more space where you can make a couple extra pots of soup and share it out. And, and we're all we're all people that, you know, the life ebbs and flows for. So, um, you know, accommodation of what you need and, you know, again, finding what floats your boat and bringing that to the community and the amount of time that you have. There's no required hours or, um, you know, we're, we're going to we, we kind of talked about co-housing light as a model as well. So not quite so process oriented, not so deep committee. Let's have a committee about how many committees we have. Um, we want to live life versus just try to organize it. We want to we want to have fun and enjoy our, you know, our our interdependence and um, our lives as well as our community. Um, and I think that's that's a really important piece to us. And um, as far as you know, we're setting the stage that the architecture itself builds community, that it allows accessibility. Um, we're not bu we're building everything on one level. So if you use wheels and want to age in a home of your choice, you know we're all temporarily able-bodied. So at some point, I'm going to have my hips replaced. And I don't want to go to a care facility while I'm rehabbing. I want to be able to rehab at my home with my with my people. And um, I think it's important to be thoughtful to our futures. Um, and we are we are looking for the folks that want to help move this forward. You know, we've we've identified. Um, you know, we're 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 doing the soft cap of 20 to 25% of our people experiencing disability. We've pretty much identified who those families and those people are at this point. Uh, we've got a good handle on who the folks are that are gonna be um, working with us on the affordable units. And so we're really searching for the rest of our community now. You know, Who else is out there that lives these values and understands the importance of, of diversity? You know, I, I come from a farm background in Iowa originally and not very father, diverse i would have to interrupt and say yeah iowa is um, not known for its diversity not that it's not there <laughs> and i know there's not lots of there, indigenous people for, but, yeah. but they they also they do monoculture in their crops so you have a cornfield or you have a soybean field and you spend a tremendous amount of time working the soil and fertilizing and using insecticide and pesticides and you know, adding to it because you're trying to grow this monoculture. Think how hard, is, how hard it is to grow a lawn. You know, you're weeding out the dandelions and the clover. And, you know, if you if you have a meadow um, or a, a forest, you've got a diversity in that forest, in that meadow. And it's a self-sustaining ecosystem. And that's what we're really looking for here is the self-sustaining ecosystem of, of people and ideas and passions. Um, rather than having to pump a bunch of fertilizer <laughs> into it. <laughs> That's a great metaphor. Instead of forcing forcing these chemicals that do harm down the road, yes. Yeah. Um, so now, but I could move in because my, like someone like me could still come because my son doesn't, like, yeah. he, he, I mean, he's still with uh, experiencing disability, but it's not, like anyone can still move in. You're just saying you've already Absolutely. got some of the the units that were set aside for that and yeah. for the uh affordability is already set so you're looking for just people who are very interested in co-housing it sounds like if it's one floor that is very attractive to a lot of people because you're right we mm -hmm. if you, a lot of people want to stay in co-housing the rest of their lives so 
somewhere you can keep going around with your hip <laughs> or the second hip or the third hip. I'm sorry, there's a lot of activity behind me with my my children, which is nice, they're cooking, but then the dog hears the beep and goes a little crazy. Um, and we live in real lives. Yes, so. yeah, and yes, <laughs> someday I'll have a nice, like, uh, podcast studio, but that's not now. <laughs> <laughs> I was hosting, so we're hosting Learn About Sessions um, a couple of times a month, and people can sign up through uh, our home, cathedralpark.com, the website. Um, for our events uh, and attend a learn about session which gives you the big broad overview and I was hosting one of those this morning with a group of people and and I realized that I had turned the split pea soup on too high on the stove and then gone into the webinar and I'm like hang on a second I gotta turn off the pea soup (laughs) so we're all this is for real. This isn't some slick marketing thing. This is just this mom in her kitchen making soup for her. Right, right. And that's good. That's where, I mean, people want to, it sounds like your place is putting people first and humanity and cutting people slack. And it's about connecting, not so much like these are the rules or whatever, but uh, that we, we just want to be neighbors who you know, know each other and know uh-huh. that not everything goes perfectly. Um, right. Yeah, and then it's in okay. Portland, so I know that's a desirable area. I, I don't know if Portlandia portrays it correctly, but <laughs> they definitely like you know, to make fun of it, and that's fine. It's painfully, it's painfully spot on in a lot of ways. It really is. Um, you know, they don't make fun of things randomly. But, you know, Portland is still, it's a, it's a beautiful place to be. Um, I, I told the folks on the Learn About, because we've got people from New York and California and, and the Midwest looking at coming to Portland, and I said, I went on a smell walk yesterday where I stopped to smell iris and roses and phlox and lupin, and, you know, all of these incredibly fragrant flowers are all blooming right now, um, and it's just, it's, spring is nuts. The lilacs are done. Um, and those were, those were blooming before, but yeah, it's, it's an incredibly gorgeous place to be right now. We've got blue sky and little puffs of (laughs) of white clouds and temperate, temperate temperatures, you know, for the next few weeks. So I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and nice thing about Portland too, because it is a big city, there's lots of job opportunities. So that's something, I mean, I know a lot of people want to live in co-housing, but it, it does matter where it is. And if you can somehow support yourself. Uh, well, yeah. great. So people can go to ourhomecathedralpark.com and they can do the learnabouts. Is there a place like a contact uh, uh, thing they can yep. fill and a newsletter or something they can get yep. get on an email yep, list? Yes, absolutely. Great. And you can learn about the community. You can learn about the nonprofit. There's a sister website um, for Our Home Inclusive Community Collaborative, which is the nonprofit that's helped um, do all of this, talks about all of our project partners. Um, we're just really excited to have people come and join us and, and build this. And we're calling it our home because it is our home. My daughter and I will live there. And then um, the nonprofit will move forward and help create more our homes, you know, for other families. And, you know, this is this is just the beginning. Um, and we're, we'll do more. But we need to get this home built first as the, as the example. If you build it, they will come. Um, I'm yeah, definitely going to... No, actually, it's, it's the opposite. If they come, we will build it. Oh, well, well, there is the reality <laughs> of co-housing, yes. <laughs> um, but That's I do... housing It's all about the people moving forward. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to Google Cathedral Park and why it's called that, but you do not have to be Catholic or go to wherever. It sounds like they once had a cathedral there. Um, it's for everybody. Definitely a very diverse 
co-housing it sounds like a great example if i wanted to move to the west coast i would be interested but i've kind of uh, (laughs) kind of been there done that too expensive but but it is beautiful um yes well thanks so much for talking to us please let's do another episode when you have your curriculum done that sounds like something that everyone can use and we'll have to talk Uh again and keep us posted maybe in a few months or at your next stage and we'll keep Get the word out. So our home, cathedralpark.com. Check it out. And when I do travel over there, I'll definitely come say hello. Definitely come say hello. And we'll have a guest house in the, in the build as well. So you're welcome to stay. Wonderful. There you go. Free love. Portland, I'm there. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks so much.